living, learning, and loving are all experiences that affect each one of us at one time or another. The three L's hosted by myself, Rachel Ann Dine, licensed professional counselor, is here to help you navigate life in a down-to-earth and realistic way, one podcast episode at a time. Be well and live, learn, and love to the fullest. Money, money, money. Okay, it is one of those topics that affects each and every one of us because at the end of the day, we have to have money to live. So I'm not sure if you are familiar with the scarcity versus abundance mindset surrounding money, but that is all we are going to talk about today is how to shift from the scarcity to abundant mindset, what they are, where they could potentially come from, let's dive in. I'm really excited about this topic because money is something that will always be necessary in our lives in order to live, whether it's paying your bills, treating yourself to something that you want. Um, Money is always going to be a thing. So let's help you create the most positive relationship with money that you can. And I want to touch on this today. So when we think of scarcity, it typically equates to almost a fear that there will never be enough. There's an almost anxiety surrounding money and fear of the unknown. Um, It definitely can cause stress, anxiety, all of that stuff. However, on the other hand, having an abundance mindset really comes from almost a deeper sense of personal worth and security. It's grounded in believing that there's more than enough for everyone. Um, When we shift into more of an abundant mindset, it will help us to have a better relationship with money. So a lot of times developing that scarcity mindset can come from living paycheck to paycheck, being late on bills, maybe mismanaging our money, or developing an emotional spending relationship with money, which if we are purchasing things to fulfill an emotional void, that void will just continue to grow. So if you recognize that you spend money to fulfill some kind of emotional void, whether it's to prove yourself to kind of receive that instant gratification. If there's not a lot of thought that goes into what you're purchasing and you're just buying to buy, we need to shift from that scarcity mindset, the emotional spending into knowing that one, you're enough, that it doesn't matter what things you buy at the end of the day, you are who you are. And let's be happy with that person, whether you're making a million dollars a year or $30,000 a year, you in this moment are perfectly fine just the way you are. And once you fully step into that and kind of let go of a belief system that's been rooted in kind of um, feeling as if you have to prove yourself or spend your money on items just to fulfill that void or create that sense of happiness. It is a liberating and powerful moment. 
So let's get into the nitty gritty of a couple ways that money can become um, how we need to shift from our mindset from scarcity to abundance when it comes to our financial situations. So a lot of this information was taken from Forbes. Um, I found a wonderful article, Ways to Shift Your Money Mindset from Scarcity to Abundance. Let's start with the number one. Money has to have a direction to go in. So we can equate this to almost having a budget or a financial plan. I cannot emphasize this enough. If we don't know what direction our money is going, it is just going to breed confusion and stress. So from a, a very practical standpoint, this whole concept really makes a lot of sense but if you don't have that plan, you'll never really shift your financial situation. So if this means at the end of the day, if you're not sitting down and writing out or constructing some kind of budget, where is your money flowing out to every week, every month? How much are you even spending? Are you the kind of person that avoids looking at the bank statements because you know that you've spent a lot of money on eating out or frivolous spending, we've got to face that fear, that anxiety head on because if you don't have a clear-cut idea on where that money is going, it is just going to contribute to the scarcity mindset because you're, you kind of feel out of control of your financial situation. So sit down, create the budget, evaluate for the past three months how much money is coming in, how much is going out. Write down every single bill that you have from car payment to groceries to gas, anything that you can imagine or think of or is a necessity for what you need to be spending your money on just to gain some sense of clarity on where your finances are going. So money needs that direction. The next step in kind of moving from scarcity to a more solid relationship with your finances, more of that abundance, we have got to limit and hopefully eventually cut emotional spending. So I've touched on this already in this podcast episode, but it is so important to know that emotional spending really has to deal with filling a financial, um, filling an emotional void that you may have in your life. So we're often many times driven by our emotions and what is going on in our lives. So you've just been through a breakup, you go out and you spend a lot of money on new clothes or makeup or whatever it could be, something that's going to boost you and make you feel better. However, when this happens, sometimes it creates that internal disconnection because instead of kind of putting the emphasis on what can I do sans any external validation or distraction to make myself feel better? And instead, you're leaning on external means to create a sense of emotional well-being, which can be very fleeting. Research has shown time and time again that when we spend our money on things, you receive 
a quick emotional high. You get that dopamine boost, which is very um, similar to what people with addictions receive. You get a hit of dopamine, you feel really good, you're on a high, but it goes away very quickly. Whereas, let's say that you spend your money on an experience. You know, you decide to go kayaking or you go take a mountain climbing class or a painting class. It's an experience. The effects of that experience are so much more long lasting than spending your money on a tangible item. So I just have to share that because that has always been a piece of research that stands out to me and what I really encourage folks to lean in on. Instead of looking for an external thing so that tangible item, that new outfit, that new BMW, whatever it could be, look to how if you are feeling the need to treat yourself What's an experience that you could go have? Even getting your nails done, getting your hair done, thats those are experiences, but it also falls into that self-care realm, so I'm all about it. Money represents power, and so it's no surprise that many use it to kind of ease their pain and try to regain a sense of control when life throws a few curveballs. However, are you wielding that power appropriately? Are you wielding that power so that your financial outlook looks stable in the long run? Or are you just spending to be spending on items that you know deep down? I truly believe most people have a great idea that they're frivol- frivolously spending. Um, and so really checking in with yourself before you make an, a purchase. Am I spending this money to make myself feel good? Am I just needing a boost? Is this something I really deep down need? And just it involves you being very honest with yourself. So instead of attempting to regain control over your life by spending money on something that you don't need, See how you can regain that sense of control by looking inwards to who you are, what is going on with you, your your emotional self in that moment, and go from there. So let's also keep in mind that money is personal and it's not relative. So what that means is that it can be very easy to compare your financial situation to everyone else's, whether it's family members, friends, coworkers. And when a person starts to do this, it can create, again, a deeper internal disconnect. You can start to internalize the differences in money, um, thinking that you're less than, that you're lacking because you don't have the same amount of money that somebody else does you know, it can create those sense of jealousy, even despair concerning the state of your finances. So we need to bring it back. A lot of this changing from scarcity to abundance involves you bringing back your thoughts to yourself and considering your own personal goals. I don't care if you want to save $20 from every paycheck or $300 from every paycheck. Your financial goals should be just that, your financial goals, not anybody else's. You are the only person that truly knows where you're standing financially unless somebody else has your bank account number 
and is viewing your account, nobody else knows what's going on with your money situation. So be empowered by this fact. You have the ability to take back control of your relationship with money, and it starts with not comparing what's going on with you with anybody else. You know, there are so, we live in this culture where there is a huge emphasis on stuff, on driving that gorgeous car, having the best of whatever, outfits, um, electronics, all of that. However, if we allow it to, sometimes it can create a sense of jealousy or that lack of, you know, feeling like you're enough. Let's regroup. Let's remember, number one, of course you're enough in this moment. But number two, who are you trying to keep up with if you're spending every last dime that you have when, you know, that other person has no idea that you're even comparing yourself to them? So if you're comparing yourself to people on social media, you know, I think sometimes even movie stars, like whoever, even your best friend, if she is driving a brand new car and you think, gosh, that would just make me so happy, really question yourself, would it? Can I afford the payments every month? Um, Because money should allow you to live a lifestyle that you want to live. And it's deciding what those kind of tangible external items are they really going to bring you all that joy is it really going to bring you so much joy to have a brand new vehicle um where those payments are super high you're struggling to make payments or are you good with keeping your current car and just making it happen while building up your savings account and staying on top of your current bills so shift the mindset from being you know, concerned or focused on, wow, I need to get this to feel happy to being appreciative of what you do already have, especially if you know that you have worked very hard to get yourself into a more stable financial situation, which takes time. So we all know that saving money, I think that can be one of the hardest pieces. It's not instantaneous, especially if you can only afford to save you know, $50 per pay period. It's going to take months, maybe even years to be able to pay off student loans, to pay off your car, whatever the case may be. So sitting with that, almost the discomfort of when you check that bank account and you see, gosh, I feel like I'm not even saving enough. It's almost reminding yourself, well, in this moment, I'm grateful that I can put aside $50 per pay period or whatever that that fee is that you're saving and just really focusing on what you are doing to save money. So once again, huge mental component of shifting consciously a focus of scarcity to abundance to being grateful for what you already have versus looking back and thinking gosh I don't have anything that so-and-so has I need what is wrong with me why don't I have that okay we all have a money script and this money script comes from family of origin, how we were raised, how whoever it was that raised you, whether it was your mother and father, your adoptive parents, your aunt and uncle, your grandparents, whoever was your family of origin and their view on money. It can be quite a generational experience if they were extremely frugal and were always scared 
you know, in that scarcity mindset, we have to save, save, save. Um, don't ever spend anything. Spending money on yourself is bad. Um, whatever. I, I've heard so many different money scripts that can come about. Um, you're being selfish to spend money on yourself or you don't really need that. Why would you get it? Check in with yourself. What is your money script and where did it come from? Have you come to a place where you're constantly telling yourself, oh, I could never afford that or I'll never be as successful as a wealthy friend or a wealthy family member? Then you've developed a negative money script. Um, So money scripts will shape kind of that mental loop that we have surrounding money. These can also be referred to as money blocks, um, especially if you are in business for yourself. If you doubt your own abilities and skill sets and you're putting a cap on your fee for service thinking nobody will ever pay to get this service from me, it's too high, I'm not good, this is also a negative money script. So it can have you know pretty fatal and disastrous effects on your financial situation when we have the negative money scripts because what you think affects how you feel, which then shapes the actions you take. And that is straight cognitive behavioral therapy right there. Observing how we feel, which will then cause us to act in a certain way, which will then determine the results that we get. So from a behavioral standpoint, If we have low self-esteem and we believe nobody likes us, then we're going to start acting in ways that make that belief come true, whether it's, you know, even as simple as not making eye contact, never putting yourself out there to ask people to spend time with you, um, accepting much less than what you deserve because you have that low sense of self-confidence, then it starts to attract people that do treat you negatively and maybe, um, you know, take you for granted or are selfish and they're just going to take, take, take and not give and have a reciprocal relationship. You know, I'm not saying this to blame you if you find that you're in that situation currently. I'm using it as a way to empower you to really examine Not only what is your money script, but what's your life script? What are those thoughts that are going through your head? Do you feel worthy of receiving positive treatment? Do you feel worthy of making good money and feeling like you can be responsible with that money and feeling deserving of um, receiving money? So money, it's interesting because money is an exchange of energy. It is how we feel about ourselves. And so whether you're in your own business, it's charging accordingly to what you feel you deserve, how much experience you have, the belief in yourself that you can either help people or if you work in a restaurant, you own your own restaurant. It's believing that your your meals are delicious and that they're worth this price. There's really so much to it and money is quite psychological. So you can see why it is very important to identify the negative money scripts that you can shift them into positive scripts that help shape that financial relationship in a much more positive way. So at the onset of earning money or making money, 
Consider how you feel when you receive that money. Um, Consider how you feel when you are setting a price on something. Even when it's establishing how much you're willing to buy on, you know, clothing or a new car or all of that. Really take inventory. Um, I want to go back really quickly and just talk a little bit more about the money script and how family of origin can play a role in this. Um, so depending on what generation your parents came from or your family of origin, whatever was going on in that generation can have effects on your current relationship. So whether your parents are in their 60s, their 70s, and they kind of went through the ebbs and flows of, um, you know, recessions, to keep that in mind because by the way that they lived, you could have developed your own kind of recession-esque way of thinking. So really kind of squirreling away a lot of money, not being willing to invest it on yourself or believing that money is evil, that if I spend money, I'm evil, I'm selfish. Um, There is so much to think about, even sometimes from you know, a religious standpoint, sometimes it can be considered, you know, philandering or just wasting your money by spending it on yourself or investing it in yourself. There's a huge difference between that emotional spending versus investing in yourself, whether you're in college, you really need a new laptop, but you are literally struggling with letting go of those internalized beliefs that, oh my gosh, I shouldn't get the MacBook because it's $1,200. I need to get a $300 computer, even though you know that $300 computer is not going to be good for your photography degree or whatever it could be, Um, music recording. So, work to let go and break free of any kind of scripting that is going on in your own mind and and examine where is this coming from. I want to leave you with a kind of final takeaway and that is believing that you are enough. So of course, we know that this is easier said than done. In fact, there's not even like a clear cut script that you can take to get to the point of, you know, finally saying, okay, I'm enough. It's almost this, you know, intangible process that happens once you start setting healthy boundaries around money around your self-esteem, around who you're allowing into your life, but it can be done. And there will be those moments where you wake up and think, wow, I did great. I really set a great boundary. This is showing that I am worth it, that I'm meaningful. Um, But this is extremely important uh, to understand what level your own self-worth is at. Stories from our past can lead us to believe that we're not good enough or smart enough or beautiful enough to get what we want in life or that what we want is ridiculous, it's meaningless, it's stupid, or it's never going to happen. 
And I think those come into play if you have come from a family where they consider that money was evil. And here you want to step into your full potential of being successful. You put yourself through college or not put yourself through college, but you're really working to have a career where you make great money, whatever that number looks like to you, yet you struggle with feeling selfish or bad or wrong for doing so. Let's recreate that money script. So do you believe that you deserve the good things in your life or do you feel guilty for what you have? Really deep dive into exploring these feelings. So when you have those thoughts of scarcity, that anxiety surrounding money, thinking that it's never enough, it's really easy to almost see everything from this place. Our relationships, um, our jobs, just always thinking, okay, it, it's it's not enough. It's not enough. It's never going to be fulfilling. Um, it's really easy to start believing that you need more education. You need that extra certification before you can apply for the job or get the promotion. Um, you need to lose 10 pounds before you get into a relationship because who's going to want to be with me if I'm overweight? Uh, you know, it, it's interesting how the scarcity mindset starts to bleed into all aspects of life. And so if any of that resonates with you, I encourage you to take pause, understand where are those thoughts coming from. And that first step is just recognition. So naming it, acknowledging it, and then you can work into accepting, okay, this is going on. What can I do to switch it up? So we got to start to shift the thoughts to believe that you are worthy just in this moment, which will then assist in you developing an abundant mindset. So just by you being here, being present, even just in this moment of listening to this podcast, you're human, you're enough. You deserve to have anything you want in the world. Nothing has to be absolutely perfect because perfection is a myth. So whether you think, okay, let me go get these two extra certifications and then I can start my own business. Or like I've already said, let me lose this 10, 20 pounds. Then I can try to date again. Um, there's nothing, you don't have to necessarily earn anything like that in order to embark on the next step of your journey. You're good just now, just in this moment. You are good to go. So believing that you deserve more also doesn't mean that someone else gets less. So sometimes we can get wrapped up in those thoughts of, why do I deserve this when there are so many other people out there who can't afford it, who are suffering? This belief at the end of the day almost implies that some people are worth more than others, that some people are even more deserving of things than other people. So if that's true, then it's almost suggesting that those people are better than the other people. And so really asking, is that something that you really believe in? Do you do you believe that by you kind of receiving a higher income, other people are missing out? Um, so it kind of goes back to shifting those thoughts into believing that everyone is worthy, that everyone is deserving of really anything and everything in the world, simply because they exist, there is more than enough to go around. If you have that kind of belief system that, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm going to be making this much money, or do I even deserve it? 
you are able in that financial budget that you're creating to set aside money to either give to charity, to donate, um, to if you are religious, to tithe and give back to the church, whatever you want to do, because that is also part of having that energetic, open relationship with money. What you're bringing in, you know, what you're allowing to come in, you're also allowed to give away some of it. Um, And if it means kind of letting go of guilt that you're being compensated for your abilities and your skill set, I am all for, you know, considering what causes are important to you, whether it's, you know, mental health or um, social justice rights and giving back in that way. What a beautiful, energetic kind of reciprocal exchange of money. So for you to be bringing in money, but then also allowing some of that energy to be flowing out to causes that you believe in. I love it. So at the end of the day, you are worthy in this moment. Um, Think about where, if you identify of having that scarcity mindset, where does that come from? Where does that belief system come from? What can you do to regain that sense of control, that sense of control over money in the now? Sitting down, creating that budget. Um, it sounds like common sense, and I think sometimes people will try to sit down and just mentally think about everything. But until you see it written down, pen to paper. I, it, it becomes much more real. So it's almost like the same act of verbalizing something out loud that you've never told anybody. It's similar in writing down where exactly your money, how much is coming in, how much is going out, getting really clear on that. Next step, discovering and assessing, am I emotionally spending? Am I looking to those external sources to fulfill some sense of void that I have? Am I using that to to feel like I'm regaining a sense of control over my life? If that is the case, let's look inwards. What do you have control over in the now? And if you really think about that, it's a lot. You have complete control over yourself. So you can start to debunk negative messages that you received as a child. Maybe there was restrictive, um, a lot of restrictions placed on you while growing up. And now as an adult, you kind of use money to show like I'm in control, I'm powerful. Let's bring it back to internal abilities to regain sense of control. How you respond to things, your attitude, your belief system, the way you live versus using your finances to regain that sense of control. Um and if you're in the place to be financially completely independent and, you know, finances aren't an object, it's there's no limitations, then th- that's a totally different conversation. But if you're trying to develop a healthier relationship with money to move from scarcity to abundance, we absolutely have to look at how we feel about ourselves in the now, um, understanding that you're worthy in the now, you have much more control over yourself as an adult, um, really anytime, but I think as an adult, 
that's when our true sense of control can come into play because we are the ones working, earning our money, um, deciding what we want to buy, what we want to save our money for. So use it to your advantage. So here is to shifting from a scarcity to an abundant mindset. Thanks so much for tuning in to the three L's today. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe or consider giving a rating, especially on Apple Podcasts, so that more people can find the three L's and tune in as well. Also, feel free to follow me on Instagram at Rachel and Dine Counseling for daily motivation and to request certain topics you want to hear more about. Here's hoping that you live, learn, and love to the fullest.